Hi, everyone. It's Rich Baxter from Phillies Talk Podcast, the long-running independent show talking all about the Philadelphia Phillies. Coming up on this edition, we have a little bit of bad news for the podcast. Very sad. If you follow the Twitter page, you may already know, but tune in for more on that. What are the Phillies' chances to make the playoffs? Who is the best player on this year's Phillies team so far? And I'll talk about the remaining schedule and the series coming up with the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend, all on this edition of Phillies Talk Podcast. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome to Phillies Talk, the independent podcast from FightinPhillies.com, featuring news and views about Phillies baseball. Now, here's Rich Baxter talking Phillies baseball. And hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Phillies Talk Podcast with Rich Baxter for August 25th, 2023. And wow, this podcast, as I've been saying, uh, if you've listened to it over the years, has been one of the independent, longest-running Philadelphia Phillies podcasts that I'm aware of. It may be the longest one ever, uh, believe it or not. It goes back to 2006 when it was started uh, with a good friend of mine, Mr. Jim Mulry. And Jimmy, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, he passed away in 2016. And, you know, after that, I dedicated every show to him that I did on this Phillies Talk podcast. He was a good friend, and uh, I still miss him terribly. Uh, Well, guess what? My... Second co-host, major co-host of this show, Matt Vesey. Um, for years, he was known as at Phillies Bell on Twitter. Did a wonderful job there. But I guess uh, with all of the time that it took to put out all of that content that he used to do on at Phillies Bell, he decided to uh, put that up on the shelf for a while, possibly, and... Uh, take a break from it and he's also taking a break from Philly's Talk podcast. Uh, I hope it's not a complete break, but uh for now he's stepping away from uh his Philly's um duties so to speak on this podcast and uh Matt, I hope you come back uh if not for an impromptu visit now and again. Um And uh, I wish you the best, uh, whatever you do. And follow him at Matt Vizi, Matthew Vizi on Twitter. He's still tweeting on Twitter. So, um, and X as it's now known. I I don't know what happened to Twitter and and TweetDeck and all that stuff. They've sort of, Elon Musk has changed everything to X. He's very uh, focused on that for some reason. unbeknownst to me. But anyway, um, you can follow this show right at fightinphillies.com. That's the home for the blog, the long-running blog that I've had on the Phils. And I welcome you in if this is your first time listening. And uh, apologize for the the sad news with uh, Matt Vesey uh, not being on the show. So um, I'm recording this, by the way. going to give him a shameless plug here on my uh, podcast platform. It's called Libsyn.com, and that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. 
It's the first time I'm using their studio recording software is what they call it. So you can break your podcast up into different segments and uh, record it all together, and it should come out sounding great. But, um, yeah, this is the first time that I'm using this. And over the years, if you get into podcasting, you, you start off small. Uh, you may get, like, a USB headset, and then you want to graduate into a microphone, and then you got to get different software, and there's different programs you can use. It's like a rabbit hole of uh, spending money sometimes for um, people that are in this uh, business, I guess you want to call it, um, of podcasting. So uh, in the future, I'm going to make a, a little edition of maybe doing a sports podcast on its own. So uh, if you're ever thinking about doing one over the years, there's been some pretty cool Phillies podcasts that have been springing up and uh, always room for more. So if you were out there thinking about it, I can recommend Libsyn.com to you. Uh, it's probably one of the easiest ways that you'll be able to record a show, especially if you don't have much knowledge about podcasting and things like that. So anyway, um, as I was lamenting on X now, I guess I have to call it X because they've changed the name of Twitter. I kind of like Twitter better. It, it goes back uh, a number of years as well, as, as many years as this podcast is, I believe. And uh, I'll miss that. I, I don't like calling it X, but whatever. So I was saying on X that I was waiting for the Phillies press notes to do the show, but um, time constraints and some other um, interests that I have this afternoon are going to force me to not use the Phillies press notes, but guess what? Just a minute ago, the St. Louis Cardinals press notes popped up uh, online for me to view, and uh, that's awesome because... The Phillies are facing those St. Louis Cardinals tonight, Friday night, August 25th at 6.40 p.m. Citizens Bank Park. So it's going to be a great start to the series. The last time they were here uh, during the regular season was uh, July 1st through the 3rd of 2022. And uh, reading from the St. Louis Cardinals press notes here, that series produced a cycle by Nolan Arenado on July 1st. So uh, I hope that doesn't get repeated in this series um, this weekend in Philadelphia. But, of course, uh, Nolan Arenado, a very good player. And as I've said before, the cycle is probably one of the rarest events that you'll see besides a perfect game in baseball. In fact... Um, there's only been four cycles hit uh, by the St. Louis Cardinals against the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and Aaron Nola, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Nolan Arenado, rather, did it July 1st, 2022. You had to go back a number of years um, to find the next one. 1933, to be example, the last time uh, the St. Louis Cardinals hit a cycle. That's every base, a single, a double, a triple, and a home run, of course, uh, by a player. So 
little trivia there. Interesting. And, of course, the Phillies defeated the Cardinals last year. Zero to two um, in the wild card series at Bush Stadium, and that propelled the Phillies further into the playoffs and eventually into the World Series last year. Seems like a long time ago, but uh, this season has flown by as we're almost at the um, Labor Day point here, just another week or so away, week and a few days to Labor Day. Now, that's real baseball weather then. Um, The races start to heat up. Uh, We've already been talking about wild card situations for the past few weeks. A lot of people have. Um, I don't usually tune into the wild card real strongly until around Labor Day, September, because so many things can change. And uh, the races go back and forth. Uh, Look at Texas, for example, the Texas Rangers. They just went on a seven-game losing streak. And they're now in jeopardy of um, not only uh, falling back in the standings because their percentage of uh, being in the playoffs went down to 70% now. And they had a commanding lead there in the AL West. But now the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros are only one game behind them. Both teams are uh, jockeying for position now that the uh, Texas Rangers have went on a tremendous slide, uh, losing seven games in a row. And only won two out of their last ten. So that's the kind of things that can happen to a team uh, in August. And it could look rosy as the best Uh, roses that you've ever seen for a long time um, at certain points, but then something like this happens and uh, changes the scenario for um, a team like the Texas Rangers. So the Phillies, on the other hand, uh, they have an 83.1% chance of making the playoffs as of today, uh, according to ESPN.com. They're 13 and a half games back behind the Atlanta Braves, as we head into play here on August 25th, uh, the record is 69 and 58 losses. And if they could just improve their away record a little bit, we'd be looking at a team that, that might be flirting with um, 90 wins this year. Um, their away record is 33 and 33. They um, have a great home record of 36 and 25 do the Phillies but uh, if they could just re, you know win a little bit more on the road that would would help them tremendously uh, especially with the remaining games that they have left on the schedule so speaking of that uh, I saw a nice tweet I still will call it a tweet I don't like calling an X I saw a post, I'll say, on uh, a lot of the teams and what they would need to do the rest of the way through to at least equal their record from last year. And the Phillies would have to go 18-17 and the rest of the season, including tonight, here starting on August 25th, to equal 
their last season record of 87 wins and 75 losses. So it's a very doable thing for the Phillies. They just have to go one game over 500 to do that. So we still may see them win the 90 games. Um, that is a nice mark to attain for a team, uh, especially the Phillies. Uh, looking back at their record here, their season record, my God, they, they haven't won 90 games in a season in a long, long time. Uh, in fact, I'm scrolling through the list here. I have to go back to, believe it or not, 2011 when they won 102 games and lost 60 that season to, to find a season that the Phillies have won 90 games or more. Um, they've been uh, not terrible, but since their glory days of winning the World Series in 2008 and repeating back into the World Series in 2009 um, and the next two years after that uh, from 2012 to last year even the Phillies um, haven't really been producing um, a commanding game winning presence uh, over the years they've been ebbing around 500 most of the time, sometimes worse than that. Um, and it was a tough adjustment for a lot of fans. We were used to that winning way uh, where they were selling out every game at Citizens Bank Park for a couple years. Uh, started in late 2007 when the Phillies won 89 games. 2008, the World Series team went 92-70, and 70, and 2009, almost about the same, 93 wins and 69 losses. So that 90 mark seems to be a uh, good precursor to uh, having a very good team. So uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the way through here. As I said, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals in town tonight to start that three-game series. Um, Christopher Sanchez going for the Phillies tonight. He's been like your fifth starter on this team. Hasn't been too terrible. And he's going up against a guy who's listed as a scheduled starter as Miles Mikolas for the St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, his regular season record this year is 6-9. and nine with a 4.55 ERA. So, Mikolas going up against Sanchez in Game 1 of the series. I don't know if you can call this a true rematch um, from last year, because the Cardinals have slipped. Uh, their record this year is 56-72, and 72, but they're still a dangerous team. Any team that's... Um, Facing the Phillies, especially a National League foe, is going to be a, a tough one. There, there's never any give-me's with the Phillies. And one of the Phillies' um, tweeters or Xers, as I guess you'll have to call him now, uh, his name is Phillies Lifer, he tweeted a, a funny uh, post out today 
something to the effect of every time the Phillies face a guy that has like a 14.5 ERA, you're never assured that the Phillies are going to come out on top as the winner. So uh, wholeheartedly agree there uh, with Phillies lifer. And uh, that's just the way it is with this Phillies team. They're a little bit unpredictable. They have that Jekyll and Hyde uh, capability still amongst this team. All right. Well, at Citizens Bank Park, the all-time record of the St. Louis Cardinals is 27-30. and 30. So the Cardinals have lost more games at Citizens Bank Park than they've won. And that's a good thing. Um, overall record in Philadelphia from 1892, the first year of the Cardinals, to 2022, they do have a winning record against the Phillies, uh, 579 and 528, believe it or not. That's one reason I love these press notes. They come out with these uh, way out and wild, uh, old time uh, stats that I just love to uh, read about and uh, tell you about. So, uh, beginning this weekend's series in Philadelphia, the Cardinals only play uh, 31 of their remaining. 34 games against teams in a playoff chase. So that's going to be tough for them. That's 31 games of the remaining 34 games have to be played against good teams that are in a playoff race, being the Phillies, the Padres, the Brewers, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Baltimore. Wow, that that's amazing. So uh, 34 games left for the Cards, and they have a very tough schedule to go so far. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. And, of course, the Phillies have to keep thinking about winning series because uh, that's what it's all about here um, the rest of the way through for the Phillies. If they could win two out of three games every series that they have remaining, uh, I think you're going to see that 90-plus win season from them and I haven't done the math but I'm sure that's what we would be looking at so uh, Christopher Sanchez for the Phils bringing in his 1-3 and three record he's got a 3.36 ERA for the Phils so if you look at ERAs you would think that the Phillies have a, a slight edge um, in this game uh, that by the way is scheduled to start on a Friday night here at 7.05 p.m. I think I said 6.40 earlier because I was used to them starting at 6.40. But tonight's game going to be 7.05 uh, down in South Philadelphia. So one of my topics for this podcast is um, who's the best Phillies player on this team? And I want you to take a second to think about that for just a moment who is the best player on this Phillies team did you have a problem coming up with somebody I know I did um, because it's hard to tell who is the best player day in and day out of this team is it a pitcher is it a position player sometimes it's Bryce Harper sometimes it's Nick Castellanos Brandon Marsh um, you could even look at Zach Wheeler and uh, Bryson Stott has had a great season. 
But as far as measurements of a great season on uh, a team, one of the best ways to figure that out is go to the war um, stat, and that's wins above replacement player. That'll show you how well a particular player is playing in relationship to an average MLB ball player. So, um, number one on the Phillies team, believe it or not, um, by a good distance right now is Bryson Stott, believe it or not. He's got a 4.2 war rating. And I know a lot of people don't put a lot into stats, um, especially some real specialized stats. I'm never that kind of a, a guy that does that. But that number is, is pretty significant. Zach Wheeler is your second top player on the Phillies with a 3.1 war. And believe it or not, Brandon Marsh, um, 2.7 war. So your top three players uh, on the Phillies, according to war, is um, Bryson Stott, Zach Wheeler, and Brandon Marsh. Now, on any given night, there can be heroes that come up. We've seen JT Real Muto put together some great games. We've seen uh, Bryce Harper, especially. And that quote-unquote elephant in the room, and I mean that in a good way, uh, Kyle Schwerber. He's not very high on your war list, but the man has 34 home runs and 81 runs batted in this year. He leads the Phillies team uh, in the runs batted in category and home runs, of course. But, you know, close behind him is Nick Castellanos, and he's had a, a great season for the Phillies as well. And he's not up in the top 12 players, according to war stats, accumulated war over the season. But yet he's had a great season for the Phillies as well. Uh, 21 home runs, 78 RBIs, and he's batting 275 going into play tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. So there you have it. Who's the best player on the Phillies? I don't know. Maybe it's still a question mark. Uh, you could say that uh, Schwarber comes up in a, a big way a lot of the times for the Phillies. He's a catalyst for, you know, getting that home run, getting that offense started. And certainly Nick Castellanos has proved that as well. Uh, as he looks to uh, possibly do 100 RBIs or more this year. We still have plenty of games remaining for him to do that on the Phillies. And uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what he ends up with with the regular season. As it looks very much right now, I don't want to jinx him, but it looks like the Phillies will be making the playoffs for 2023. So we're keeping an eye on that. And um, we gave you the chances for the Phillies to make the playoffs. So it would take a big slide for them to really um, fall out of contention. But like I said in the opening of this uh, podcast, look at the Texas Rangers. Anything can change on a baseball team. Uh, things can go awry awfully fast. And then you're talking about something else. So, um the Phillies uh, looking like they are a 
playoff team at this point. I'm going to check out the rest of the St. Louis Cardinals series for you right now in just a second because I don't have the Phillies press notes, so I'm uh, fumbling around on the website here going back and forth. But um, Saturday's game will be 7:15 start at a Citizens Bank Park. It'll be a Fox game of the week. So uh, national broadcast for Saturday. Zach Wheeler taking the mound for the Phillies against Dakota Hudson, who's 5-0 with a 3.95 ERA for the St. Louis Cardinals. Rounding out the series this weekend with the Phillies and the Cardinals on Sunday, a 135 start, and uh, Aaron Nola takes the hill for the Phillies again. He's 11-8 with a 4.49 ERA going up against Drew Rahm on Sunday. Now look at this. Here's that 14.73. I almost slurred my words there because it's so high. Uh, 0-1 record. uh, Got beat up on his uh, first time out there for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Drew Rahm, R-O-M, going on Sunday. But you know, that was that tweet that Philly's lifer sent out. You know, he had that game. Now he may come back and look a little like uh, Cy Young. But, uh, well, the Phillies will wrap up that series, um, this weekend series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Hopefully we'll have a series win. And then um, the Phillies will be facing the Los Angeles Angels. And, wow, look at a team whose fortunes can change. Otani out with a um, going to need surgery. And I, he was a guy that they were thinking would be a half a billion dollar contract uh, over his next uh, portion of his career. Now that's in doubt with his injury and Mike Trout apparently out as well. So Phillies fans will not be seeing those two players in Philadelphia in all um, possibilities here. And that's a shame because I know a lot of the fans wanted to see a guy like Otani and specifically Mike Mike Trout. Um, So hopefully uh, they'll be back soon for the Angels. But what a a change in fortune for them as well. So uh, that's baseball, folks. It's very unpredictable and uh, you can't count on anything almost uh, with that. So Well, I want to take a little break here, talk a little bit about uh, where you can find the podcast and other great podcasts online, and then we'll wrap this show up. Check out Phillies Talk Podcast over at the blog at fightinphillies.com that's f-i-g-h-t-i-n phillies.com that's the home of where you can find the show and some blog posts and things like that links and also check out the show at baseballtalkradio.com there's about 30 plus podcasts there that you can geek out listen to baseball talk all around the clock over at BaseballTalkRadio.com. Some great podcasts there from great buddies of mine and friends. 
Uh, there's Mets Musings by the great Gary Mack there. There's Baseball PhD, which I was a guest on uh, not too long ago. Had a great time on that with uh, Ed Casputis there and uh, a number of others. Baseball and Barbecue with Len and Jeff. Always a great listen and uh, a ton of others. So head on over to BaseballTalkRadio.com for the best in baseball and the latest listings. And you can listen to it right there on the website. And don't forget, visit the advertisers there. Um, That's a website that I made up and it costs money to put these websites up. So uh, please uh, think about it and uh, click on a link here and there um, to help support the page. So check it out. And, of course, Philly's Talk Podcast is available on all platforms. You might want to put Philly's Talk Podcast with Rich Baxter when you search a couple years ago. Uh, another more prominently uh, featured podcast from NBC Sports happened to call their podcast the same as mine. So um, make sure you put the with Rich Baxter in there as well. So check it out. Uh, tune in and hit subscribe. And you'll be a listener for a long time, I guarantee you. All right, now back to the show. All right, back to the podcast here. Closing out this edition of Philly's Talk podcast for Friday, August 25th. Again, I hope if Matt's listening that he'll... um, make a return appearance to the show. I know he's been tweeting out some Philly stuff on his own X account, Matthew VZ. So, uh, Matt, if you're out there, I need you back on the podcast. I need a, a sounding board, a voice of reason, quote-unquote, uh, for this show. So uh, we'll see if Matt uh, can make it on future Phillies Talk podcasts. And I want to thank you for listening And you can also check out this show on the YouTube page and um, subscribe there. I need a lot of subscribers. Believe it or not, you need 1,000 subscribers before you can make a dollar on YouTube. So if you're listening to this podcast, go over to YouTube.com and search for Phillies Talk Podcast with Rich Baxter. And just click that subscribe button for me. You can even listen to the podcast there as well. Um, because this one is not going to be recorded on video with cameras, but with the Libsyn um, release, they do automatically post it to the YouTube page with no video, of course. But uh, So thanks for listening to this show. Let's go, Phillies. Uh, just a quick look at the remaining schedule for the Phillies, uh, now that I was talking about that. Uh, we have St. Louis for three. Um, Los Angeles Angels for three at home. Then, September 1st, the Phillies hit the road. They go to the Milwaukee Brewers and San Diego Padres. Now, if you remember those two teams, they're vying for a playoff appearance, too. The Miami Marlins will be at home against the Phillies. And then the Atlanta Braves. Wow. So, Phillies have two NL East opponents coming up in uh, just... uh, September 8th and September 12th, those series starts with Miami and Atlanta. And then the Phillies hit the road again. They're going to go visit the St. Louis Cardinals September 15th, 16th, and 17th. And then on to the Atlanta Braves. So the Phillies have a 
a tough remaining schedule as well. Uh, let's round out the schedule here as we're uh, getting down to one month left almost in the year uh, for the 2023 baseball season. And it's the New York Mets at home September 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So it's a four-game series with the New York Mets, a nice long series with them. And the Phillies have an off day on the 25th. And then they play Pittsburgh the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th at home as well. And they round out the season against the New York Mets in New York on September 29th, uh, September 30th, which is Friday and Saturday, and then October 1st, which is a 310 start. And it's going to be a little chilly, I think, then uh, against the New York Mets. So. That's the remaining schedule for the Philadelphia Phillies. Who would have thunk it? I mean, we were just talking about how the season started so slowly for the team and March and April and then sort of slogged through May. And then June and July just slipped away. And here we are. It's late August. So uh, time is flying as well as the baseball season is for 2023. Thanks for listening to this uh, this edition, rather, of Phillies Talk Podcast with Rich Baxter. Please hit that subscribe button. Come back and visit at fightinphillies.com. And you have a great rest of the week. And we'll talk to you again on the next Phillies Talk Podcast.